Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. It is uh, 3.56 Mountain Time on Tuesday, September 14th. And uh, I'm Vish. And I I have to do a thing that I don't like doing, and I've only done it once before on the show, but I need to commemorate someone we lost, someone who means a lot to me. Uh, today we found out that uh, comedian Norm MacDonald uh, uh, passed away at the age of 61. Apparently he was dealing with cancer for the last 10 years. Norm has a joke about battling cancer that I'm not... I'm not going to use that phrase. Uh, <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I have nothing. I'm di- I just figured I should talk to someone, and I don't know who to talk to about this, so I'm going to talk to you, and I'm going to talk to myself. As I'm speaking to you, family members are on their way home. Uh, I just went to the school to pick up my kids, but then they all sp- went off in different directions, and I think they'll be home any minute now. So we could be interrupted um, from whatever this is. And also, uh, hilariously, I have bagels from Montreal that are on their way to Edmonton, and I think they're on their way now. <laughs> Norm, who loved Montreal, uh, might appreciate the hilarity and potentially being interrupted by a courier bringing me bagels. But let me just say this. Uh, this is a profound loss for me and people like me who... Love Norm, the funniest person ever, the greatest talk show guest ever. The thing about Norm is, like so many of us, I really fell in love with him in the 1990s when he started to appear on Saturday Night Live and eventually took over the Weekend Update news segment and was the funniest person on television at the time. And uh, I, when I, I got to introduce, I met Norm once. And the na- the year escapes me. It was probably 2010 or something like that. I don't have the poster for the show in front of me. Again, I'm just doing this off the cuff. But Norm did a show in Guelph. He did like a small run of shows in sort of smaller Ontario towns. And he did a show in Guelph, Ontario. And I was working for CBC Radio 3 at the time. And one of the promoters got it in their head. I think I must have reached out to say, hey, we'd love to do a promotion. I love Norm. And one of the promoters is like, how would you like to introduce Norm in Guelph? And I said, okay. 
they didn't know who I was, I don't think. I don't know why they asked me. So I got to go backstage, and I I was late. The train was late, so from Toronto was late to Guelph, so I was at work all day. I rushed in. Uh, I went backstage, and uh, I was looking. I was meeting people and asking about Norm, and I heard... Uh, <laughs> I heard, you know, bathroom, water sounds, and then Norm appeared in a suit. So he had been in the bathroom. And we you know, we introduced each other, and and then I went out on stage eventually, and I introduced, I got to introduce Norm. You know, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I didn't have any material. I just went out and introduced Norm, and I made a point of saying that for a certain generation of people who followed Norm, we all kind of started talking like him. You know what I'm saying? You, you kind of just, yeah, you know, you, you just started doing like a little cadence thing where you don't even realize, it wasn't even the jokes, like the jokes were so great, but you just, he had a way of talking, it was like his own accent uh, or something, and, and you just, his own way of speaking, and so I made a point of saying that and a bunch of other gushing things, because I was, you know, had no business being on that stage introducing Norm McDonald to a relatively small audience in Guelph. But uh, he came out after, I, you know, a big ovation after I introduced him and he came out and I was leaving the stage. And I, I can hear Norm on stage and he says, man, that uh, that that Vish fucker really loves me. It's true. Uh, I, I did. I do. Every day I watch clips of Norm, clips I've seen. Some of them I've seen a billion times. Some of them I haven't seen before somehow. I don't know how that's possible, but new things start appearing on 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 the internet or or people recontextualize old things. And I'm not even it's not an exaggeration. Every single day I watch a Norm Macdonald clip. Over the years I've covered Norm's work. I've reviewed his book, I reviewed I've reviewed his shows. And uh and, you know, uh, in the age of social media, when you do such things, you, you maybe will tag your the subject of your critical analysis or the guest on your show. As you If you follow this show, you know I do that on Twitter. I tag the guest, and ideally, you know, they engage with the, those things or whatever. And I don't know why. What I can't tell you what exactly it was I wrote. or how, I wrote about Norm a lot, and he and I... He would interact with those posts, and he and he followed me on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I, uh, all narcissism and vanity and whatever. I'm not trying to make a big deal that I. Social media is weird, right? It's all kind of narcissistic and vapid, and and there's vanity. There's also good stuff, but like the kind of like, pay attention to me. Like I, I, I'm not trying to go down this road, but I will say this: I don't think I'm particularly great at social media or whatever. I don't know how you measure that, but I don't. Things don't go nuts. I don't, I'm not good at it on that level. And sometimes I feel low about everything. I mean, you've heard me on this show. I just feel low about what I do, but I keep doing it. And I, it's just a, it's almost a compulsion, but I do get low and I don't know why I do things. And I will say this, and I don't know what this means on any kind of psychological level. But the fact that the, one of the, the funniest guy I've ever encountered the guy I most admire in the realm of comedy. It's like him and Letterman and Conan, and those are my guys, you know? But the fact that he interacted with my stuff about him and, and showed a lot of appreciation for it and followed me, 
honestly, if I'm low, I would sometimes just be like, is Norm still following me? He is. Okay, I must I must be on to something. I must be okay. Why would Norm McDonald? He's a genius. He doesn't need to... It's so dumb, right, on the one hand, but it meant a lot to me. He's always just meant a lot to me. And he's such a profound, profoundly different kind of comedian because he played dumb, but he was a genius. High... I think he was a savant. He seemed like one of those guys where if he did anything, he would be pretty good at it. But he also didn't care if he was good at it. And that led people to think he was some self-saboteur or something. But the timing, the rhythm, just the effortlessness, it seemed to be in the moment funny. And also tell some of the funniest stories I've ever heard anyone tell on late night talk shows, uh, in his comedy, on his, in his stand-up bits, on his own podcasts and shows. There's just no one funnier. I just... I I just feel so... I've been so connected to him for almost... It's got to be, what, 30 years? More than that. And he's in me. Like, I think if you hear this show, you can hear it sometimes. Just like uh, use of... Like vocabulary sometimes. He would just say, You never hear tell of a boot? Hear tell. I just sometimes say things like that to my children or to people. I just start talking a little like Norm. Because he just seemed, as a being, funny. If you're funny, you, 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 your being is funny. It, sometimes it doesn't matter your, the material you have, the stories you have. It's your listening and your reaction time. He had it. He had it all. And very profound and thoughtful. I mean, he would get into debates with people. There's a tweet by Lori Kilmartin. I'm just going to read it. She is a stand-up and a former writer. On Conan, here's what she tweeted as I'm speaking to you about three hours ago. Norm MacDonald was a true goat, as a comic, as a talk show guest, a true original. He tweeted this to me as my dad was dying from cancer in 2014. I'm just an idiot, Laurie, but I found when I embraced the pain as tightly as I could, it became love. I pray for you. He, uh... I don't know if that resonates with you, but that's a very profound thing. When I embraced the pain, it became love. That's, to me, like a higher level. Again, I don't know. There might be people scoffing at this, but I think that's a higher level of thinking. He was always thinking on a high level, and when he was telling a story that seemed crass or whatever, there's always humanity to it. So I feel fucked. This is the funniest... I'm not the only one who feels this way. Everyone... Everyone who loved Norm is distraught and destroyed. I guarantee it. We don't know these people very well. I mean, Norm and I corresponded on Twitter with DMs. And uh, I guess the last time we corresponded or I heard from him uh, was in 2020. And he told me he was in Kelowna. And was asking me about Edmonton. Maybe he was thinking of moving. I don't know. Maybe he was just making conversation. Norm, uh, okay, sorry. In the context of this stupid... (laughs) Sorry. I'm very low, and I I don't mean to sound negative. In the context of this show, Norm was someone I always wanted on the show. I think there's people who follow Norm and follow me on Twitter that could sense that there was maybe... Norm would publicly say, oh, yes, I'll be on your show. But as people like David Spade have famously recounted, you know, it's hard to pin Norm down. 
to a commitment of any kind. So yeah, Norm would flat out be like, yes, I'm in. What time? And I'd say, what about this day and this time? He'd be like, yeah, that time doesn't work. How about this time? And then we'd figure it out, and then I'd follow up and gone. So that's how close it came to me having my hero on the show. But nevertheless, we would correspond about different things. And uh, on December 19th, 2018, I write to Norm, just interviewed Steve Albini and talking about his World Series of Poker win this year. We both marveled at you. And he said he has a new appreciation for your comedy after watching you host a poker event. So Norm writes me back a few days later. Happy Happy New Year, Vish, to you and your wonderful family. And please thank Steve Albini for the kind words. Stud is the only poker game I am an expert in, and I very much enjoyed his play. Lissandro is one of the best mixed game players there is, so he's never going to be the best at one game as there are so many specialists nowadays. Still, to get all the way to heads up and have to face Lissandro has to be mentally tough. But Albini used his recreational image to make a lot of daring moves and prevailed with some well-timed come bets. Thoroughly enjoyable. I don't understand a lot of this terminology. As If you've heard me talk with Steve about poker, I don't know a lot about poker. But I, I sent that to Steve, and he was over the moon. So, sorry, I'm on a ramble. All this to say, there are numerous ways I feel... Uh, I just don't feel good uh, knowing he's gone. Uh, that's <laughs> the world. You know how like when uh, someone goes, you say the world is it's a sadder place. Norm changed comedy. He was the greatest comedian I've ever encountered. I, the world to me literally feels sadder. Like it feels sadder that this very funny guy who made people laugh is gone. So again, nothing profound here. I guess it's just some morning stuff I had to do. And I thought I would share it with some of you because uh, I know I'm not alone here. The last time I did something like this, I was really hesitant to do it, but it seemed to help people to have someone share their pain and their loss. So I'm doing it again. Uh, I recommend you follow or just look up Norm on YouTube. There's so much stuff. I don't know that he really loved the fact that there was all of his stuff from every point in his career. There's the I'm Not Norm channel, which I enjoy. I watch it every day, something. They do compilations and all sorts of stuff uh, of thematic compilations. Don Giller's uh, collection of Norm on Letterman is should be in some sort of institute, historical institute. That should be captured for all time because he's got every time Norm was ever on all of Letterman shows. And those two together, and Conan and Norm together, nothing like it. Nothing funnier. I'll watch it forever. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. I, I feel lucky as a fan uh, that I found uh, a hero like Norm. Among my heroes, he's definitely the one that's in my voice, I, I think, sometimes. I'm not I'm not anything like him, but I also know that it's there. It's formative influence. And uh, so he's there. And... Uh, I can't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyway, yeah, watch his stuff. Go go watch his stuff. Go watch his Netflix shows. He had a good talk show. He had a good uh, stand-up special in recent years. And all the while, I've been battling cancer and no one knew. I mean, what what does that say about the guy? I think there's a lot of dignity in that. He didn't want people to pity him. He didn't want people to 
think of that when they thought of his comedy. He thought comedy was comedy, a pure, a pure thing, pure expression. And uh, it got him in trouble. I know there are people that think he said or did weird problematic things or what have you, and and he would apologize when he felt the need. But he also viewed comedy as unimpeachable in so many ways, I think. Um, he was a rebel. The fact that he was even on Saturday Night Live, on TV, I mean, I think those of us who love him rallied around that. This shouldn't be happening. This guy is so odd. He's saying such ridiculous, occasionally super harsh things. But we got behind him, and uh, we loved him, and no one could make us laugh like Norm. So to all the Norm MacDonald fans out there, I'm with you. I don't know. I feel horrible. I feel horrible. It's weird. You don't, when you don't know someone, but you know them, when you've connected with them in some way, as a fan as someone who, yeah, I don't know. I just love him. I love Norm. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be hard to watch every day. I haven't watched him today. I usually watch something every day. Sometimes just when I'm killing time. Sometimes it's when I'm waiting for something on this podcast to render or edit, you know, like a mix. I'll be like, you know what? I got a minute to kill. I'm watching some Norm. So I haven't done that yet today. I don't know what's going to happen when I do. But it's been a hard, hard day. And uh, I just wanted to share that with someone. So thank you for listening to this. I don't have, I'm sorry if it was, maybe it helped. I don't know. But thank you. And uh, Norm MacDonald, we love you forever. And thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details